It's funny you say that though, because there's some conspiracies people will sometimes talk about. Is it random? Like, is there any method to this? Well, you're gonna ask Richard, me. is it preordained <laughs> who's in what section? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just a faculty member. I don't know what goes See, on in the inner conspir- workings. If it was a conspiracy, that's what the professor would say. <laughs> oh, it? yeah, that's the answer we've been told to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Toe the line, Richard. All right, hello and welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It. I am, oh, I am missing the tagline, which is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> I keep, I look, I'm looking at you and you're freezing. And I, okay, let's start over again. <laughs> hello and welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It, a lighthearted look at life in law school. I am Professor Richard Haig. And I am past law student, Adam Lachance. Yes, you are, Adam. Hello, how are you today? Um, just as graduated as last time. <laughs> no, it hasn't. It hasn't worn off. The gloss hasn't worn off yet. Still, still feels great. Oh, that's good. That's good. So, uh, Adam, before we get on to the usual main part of the show, we have to. Uh, now that you're graduated or finished law school, I cannot ask you to do any more readings. I don't have the authority to ask you to do any more readings anymore. So we're going to change up the show, the format, aren't we? All right. Well, I guess I don't need to file that application (laughs) with the tribunal. So uh, we had, we talked about an idea. Are we going to do this? uh, Since you're going, your, your criminal law is all you care about. It's all you ever wanted to do. I yeah. thought I thought we could ask you starting next time, but ask you for just to give us some juicy tidbits of cr- about criminal law. Maybe a good a good criminal code provision, a new one each week. That's you, yeah. up, for, you up for that? Yeah, I could I could do that. Well, I'll have to crack open the criminal code. I haven't well, looked I, at any of it yet. So I, I, <laughs> I think you'll I think <laughs> I think you'll want to do that for your <laughs> the rest of your career. I actually left mine at the Crown's office during quarantine. Oh, so and I'm gonna have to go online. It. You gotta order a new one. Yep. I could deliver one to your house. I've got a couple. Perfect. <laughs> anyway, okay, that's good. That'll be our new format. And uh but everything else stays the same, including our uh having a guest every week. Again, we're, we're just to let everybody know we're in the middle of self-isolation, so this is all happening uh, in our various homes. But we do have a guest on today's show, and our guest, thank God, is, really is Callie. Callie, you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Callie. I have been listening to this podcast since August. Um, I was a theater kid growing up, and after that, I became really into philosophy. So I was in philosophy. I did um, my master's in philosophy at York. And now I am a fir- oh, I am not a first year student anymore. I was a first year student at Osgood. I just finished. And now I'm entering second year. We had that we had this great philosophical slash existential conversation the other with the previous guest, Sava, about when are you now a 2L student? Or are you in between? Or what do you think you are? Oh, I stumped her because we've got a philosopher here. They never, every question is a stumper. It, it, they're all difficult, right? We could do an hour podcast with Maddie on. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh yeah, that'd be. He'd probably be better at answering this than me. It's probably, I think, it, yeah, you think about it. Think about it. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll think on this. And by the <laughs> end of back. the episode, I'll know the answer. All right. We will ask Perfect. you again at the end. So, uh, and you know the drill, Callie. You've listened to this a few times anyway. Well, since September. So uh, tell us one of your favorite movies, TV shows related to law. Okay. So my cousin Vinny is definitely my favorite law movie. So good. I actually watched it a couple nights ago. It is so, so, so good. <laughs> a little encouragement. Is that what you want? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You were wonderful in there. The way you handled that judge. Oh, you're a smooth talker. You are. You are. All right. Knock it off. Knock it off. That is and, a great one. I, yeah. I, I've never seen it. Oh, what? come on, Adam. My cousin Vinny. I'll put it on the list. So good. <laughs> and you, but now I Joe can't Pesky. watch TV. I got to study. Oh. <laughs> It'd be a good break. It's so funny. Yeah, you got to okay. take a break and watch My Cousin Vinny. All right. it, you should Done. insert the little part where they're talking, where he's talking about grits in the in the courtroom. That's my <laughs> oh, favorite great. scene. Be- <laughs> oh, it's on YouTube. How could it take you five minutes to cook your grits when it takes the entire grit-eating world 20 minutes? I don't know. I'm a fast cook, I guess. I'm sorry. I was all the way over here. I couldn't hear you. Did you say you're a fast cook? That's it? It's yeah. so funny. Yeah, yeah, that one or like Liar Liar, Jim Carrey. I think that one's really uh, funny too. Oh, oh, you've just mentioned two. That's good. Yeah. That one would be mine if I had to choose. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that you lied about your age to make yourself older. But why would any woman want to do that? I changed it so I could get married. And the truth shall set you free. My client lied about her age. She was only 17 when she got married, which makes her a minor. And in the great state of California, no minor can enter into any legal contract without parental consent, including prenuptial agreements. Prenuptial agreements! This contract is void. The fact that my client has been ridden more than Seattle slew is irrelevant. All right, well, that's those are good because they're also brand new. We've never heard either of those nice. uh, from previous. I've been ones, waiting so. for Liar Liar. Uh, yeah? It's a classic, yeah. yeah Love that. He, he's very good, isn't he, Jim Carrey? When he Jim when he wants to be, he's the best. I agree. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So that that that's the introductions over with. Uh, Adam, you do you want to start things off today? You started. What's your question yeah, for well, Callie? You know, I feel like the obvious question is to ask about. It would make a lot of sense to ask about what it's like to be done uh, first year, but I like to ask questions out of order. Uh, <laughs> so I, I wanted to ask the same question we asked our last guest about uh, what ride or dies. Do you, do you have a opinion on uh, the value of ride or dies in law school? And do you have any experience with that? Uh, is it a, a real thing? Uh, what are your thoughts? That's like a, I like that question. Yeah. I think that it's definitely a thing. Um, something that actually surprised me about law school was how high school-esque it was. Like, it, it really did feel like I was going back to high school a little bit. And there was definitely, like, cliques that were forming. And I was very lucky that I was able to find, I guess, like, people that really felt like my kind of people. And it was super, super important and awesome because I 
got to study with them all the time and we split work up all the time. I had a friend deliver me, deliver me McDonald's at four in the morning one night during exams. And it was like the <laughs> best thing that's ever happened that's to me. <laughs> that was a, very that was a ride or die move for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, and that was something else that surprised me too, was how useful it is working with people coming from a philosophy background and a drama background. I was a very, I was, it was a very isolated study and I didn't really need to work with people very much, but in law school, being able to split up work and have people to call and talk things over with was just like night or day. Like it, it just made everything Very so good. much easier. Yeah. Did I, I did you think of that. me as like a high school teacher then? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> much worse. Yeah, <laughs> much worse. <laughs> uh, I, I think the, uh, I, I do think that's a good description though. And nobody realizes that when they, you know, when they apply to law school and for the first little while, you don't think it's going to be like high school, but it is. Do you think it's because people are grouped together in one section? It's Can a better travel? high school though. I've got to say that it's, oh, it's a more yeah. much, yeah, it's a more sophisticated a high, high school. school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, high school is wasted on the young. So it's wasted on the young. That's a new one. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know why. Uh, I, I, I have to. Uh, I have to shout, make a shout out though to to Ovis, who is my ride or die, as far as I'm concerned. He, you know, we might, you might, might not have considered this particular person to be like my my best friend at law school, but there is like a connection we had from being first day like acquaintances, and then going into the same area of law. There's always that one person that you always knew, no matter what you could rely on them or if you're panicking, you could talk to them. Um, so I, I, that's why I wanted to ask that question over the last couple episodes. Cause I was wondering what other people's thoughts were on, uh, on that kind of thing. Yeah. I tried to, I mean, I, I have certain people that I'm much closer with than others, but I did try and make an effort to kind of float around and meet everybody, which was helpful because, um, I mean, I, two of my like really close friends are not even in the same section as me. And I know there were some people who didn't really get to venture out like that and meet people from other sections. So that's something that I would definitely try to do as an incoming student because yeah, like my moot partner is like one of my, it's like one of my law school soul sisters now. <laughs> and happens, um, I guess. yeah. And I, and I met her just during a week, like outside of being in the same section. That's actually, that's a good point because the tendency is you're thrown into these sections and the tendency is to just stay in the sections, right? And stick and with your group, stick with your group. kind. Yeah. And it's a tribalism kind of thing, but, but it yeah. isn't, I, I think, look, and that's all purely random, right? You're thrown into a section that you don't have yes. a choice. So why, you know, it is good to get to know people outside that section. It's funny you say that though, because there's some conspiracies people will sometimes talk about. Is it random? Like, is there any method to this? <laughs> or like, that's a great question. <laughs> because there are Richard, similarities. Well, you're gonna ask Richard, me. is it preordained who's in what section? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a faculty member. I don't know what goes See, on in the inner workings. If it was a conspiracy, that's what the professors would say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it? that's that's this. Yeah, that's the answer we've been told to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> toe the line, Richard. I will say my belief is that it's is completely random, except for the accommodations. No, well, no, there's there's two two categories. Oh, I think oh, there's shoot. accommodation category, and then there's also the scholarship students. They don't want all the scholarship students in the same section, so they 
they they're scholarship students. <laughs> you didn't know this. Adam. <laughs> why? Why worry I'm about so it broke. now? You're where, done. Where, where? <laughs> <laughs> you should have applied. <laughs> Damn it. Um, okay, so I think we, yeah, I guess a general post mortem on one L is a good thing to grab from some of the since we have a whole horde of one Ls that we're going to be talking. Right, to. we got to ask. Well, that was I said to Adam uh, for last uh, our last guest. I said, isn't the most obvious question to ask? First question to ask is. Tell us about know. your first year, Callie. How was it's a hard your question, year? One? But Adam, <laughs> like nice Adam, loves nice. to keep the guests on, kind of off guard a bit, right? So, yeah. So, uh, but now, so I'm asking the standard question of you, okay. Callie. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think if you were to have asked me that in the middle of like one L or during exams, my answer would be very different. But <laughs> what it's going to be now? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> um, but I guess in retrospect, I I can say it was a great experience. I I loved it. Like I think I came out of it a lot, like a, hmm, a lot stronger. <laughs> but but no, really, it was um, it was great. It changed me a lot. It taught me how to study properly. It introduced me to a lot of really incredible people and really kind of solidified law for me. And I came into law school, not quite sure if I even wanted to go into law. I kind of went back and forth between doing my PhD in philosophy or going down the theater kid route fully. And as soon as I started law school, I was very, I mean, I was convinced that this was the right decision. So for me, it was a great experience for that as well. Yeah. And you and I had a few conversations earlier on though, like in, uh, in the fall about yeah, about choosing law school, right? And and yeah, but with that said, obviously there were obstacles, which I've articulated everybody. to both of you. <laughs> yeah, and every everybody else, <laughs> right? It was, it was a very multi-layered experience. So mo- having... moments of doubt too, right? I think that's just normal because <clears throat> it's partly well for for you, it, and well, I think for everybody, it's just so different, right? You know, and nobody knows what it's all about until you actually are in there, despite so, these. Sorry, Adam, I'm just going to, despite yeah. all the books that are written about, you know, law school, but, and despite this podcast, which is partly what we're trying to attempt, it's still, you, you can never really know until you experience it, I think. So would you do it again? First. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking about this. I think it's, it's one of these things where I'm really happy I didn't. Would I want to do one all again? Probably not, but I don't think anyone would say. Yeah, I would worry about somebody that says yes. But you know what? The extracurriculars were incredible and I would definitely do them again and I will do them again. Like I will try and repeat those experiences if I can. And when you're in the heat of things, you feel like you can't afford to do anything. So I was really pushed into actually pursuing some of these extracurriculars. And I'm so glad that I did. Because they became like the high, like some of the many highlights that I had in law school. Did you surprise yourself with what you could do? Because <laughs> I remember I, I was you were like kind of one of my mentees in when you started first year, and uh, I remember you were a little bit freaked out in some of the early weeks, hundred yeah. um, percent. But now here you are at the at the end, uh, and you you seem to be saying positive things. Um, hopefully, not just for the podcast. No, 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 no. The reason I wanted, I really wanted to come on the podcast was because I I wanted to be able to speak to people who may be experiencing similar things that I did. 
there was, yeah, definitely a lot of imposter syndrome and uncertainty and feeling like I, I can't, I don't know if this is right for me, if I'm good enough for this. And then, yeah, I was surprised to have discovered, first of all, how well I was able to perform um, in the extracurriculars because I didn't have any experience. And there were people who were, I mean, my, my moot partner was like moot captain and president and had like tons and tons of experience. I was like, why are you doing this with me? I don't know what I'm doing. And I was able to kind of come out of that feeling like, okay, I can actually do this. So that was very encouraging for me. And that's why I like to tell people like Dennis, who was on the podcast, like definitely do everything, <laughs> like find your niche, like get out there and explore some of the options that might speak to you. Is there anything you, you wish you'd done that you now that you didn't do? In extracurricular even, or? Um, I, don't, I don't know if pub night counts as extracurricular, but I wish I went to more of those. <laughs> I told you, yeah, go you to did, pub night. You did tell me. <laughs> they're fun. They're so much fun. And you get to meet like more upper years and stuff. And right. your mentor was telling you that and you didn't listen I know. to him. I know. I was like, oh, like, I, I can't. Pay good money for it. this mentor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you got FOMO anyway. So you feel you're not even being productive because you're like, oh, my friends are out. So you're not even really utilizing right. the time well. Mm -hmm. um, it's only one night a week, isn't it? Sometimes there's like, yeah, there's, there's one pub night. There's, there's one pub night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I if wish. If you want, you could drink every night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. If you really wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's, nobody, it's definitely an open Nobody option. does that. Yeah. I do wish <laughs> I went to more of those though. I, I do talk about that now with my friends. I'm like, I wish I went out more. <laughs> Adam, did you have any regrets like that after finishing yes. first well, year? Well, I think I've, I've talked, I talked about this before. Uh, I can't I, remember. I didn't do the moot in first year. Mm. Um, and then I didn't end up getting really any mooting experience because of it. Um, and I didn't have room for the like class for mooting. So then I kind of got, I feel like I got robbed of mooting experience because I was too focused on, um, doing well on like midterms that didn't really matter. Yeah. That's right. I you did tell like, us about that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like starting to get overloaded. So then I was like, okay, I got to just focus on what's important, which sucks because I feel like that is the right approach for someone who's taking their schooling seriously. But it's, it, I would have liked to have been confident in someone telling me, you know, you should take this time to do that. Yeah. Um, because it will be worth it uh, in the end, even though it's, it seems like it goes against what you, you think you're right. doing right so callie are you going to continue on with mooting i love it it's so yeah. much fun the right. mooting and the negotiating all of that stuff is just so much fun see i could tell i knew that you like that stuff <laughs> it, you kind of get a it's like you get this look in your face you love it yeah I I you're really, gonna be really a litigator it. i can't imagine i you hope so thank you <laughs> why would you go to law school otherwise yeah. i don't understand <laughs> 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 you're preaching to get converted though here yeah, fair I'm enough, not fair a enough. litigator. I'm a teacher. It's different. But it's funny because I never speak in class. That really scares me. <laughs> but I have no problem with the oral advocacy competitions. Uh, Those are oh, fine. Oh, okay, that, you're, that's that's very interesting. Me think of another question. So we always ask for. I tend to ask people for advice they give themselves coming in. But how about what advice are you giving yourself going into second year from what you've learned looking back on first year? Do you have anything that you might uh, try and do differently? in your uh, 2L, when you become a 2L, if you are a 2L, we're coming we're back wait, Yeah, we're coming back to that yeah. question. <laughs> um, yeah, so definitely going to go out more. And <laughs> <laughs> she become an alcoholic. <laughs> oh, we've got um, it on the record now. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think I'll, I mean, I've become increasingly more chill as the year has gone by. I think I'll approach too well with a little bit more confidence and security. And I think that will chill me out a little bit more as well, just knowing that I'm capable of this and I kind of, I, I belong in law school. This is something that I meant to be doing. I think the beginning of 1L was difficult for me to, I mean, I was just, my head was just constantly full of thoughts of like, can I do this? Should I be doing this? And it took a lot of time away from what enjoying it. consideration? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think approaching 2L um, a little bit more <laughs> confident and chill would be, would be great for me. I think that's going to happen automatically. That's like the 2L blessing. Yeah, it just happens naturally. It as a 2L. <laughs> it, well, it, if it, I belong here now. Yeah. Like I did. I've proved that I made it, could make it to second year. I own this place now. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> like, yeah. And your 2Ls are the, they're the king of the castle, really. 3Ls don't care anymore. They're not there. Are we, right, are, so are we doing for the time, time has come. So we got to ask the philosophical question again, the existential yeah, question. So I need to understand if right now you are a 1L or a 2L or neither. Yeah. Purgatory in between. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to, I don't think it's going to be a philosophical answer, but I, I think I ha- <laughs> I don't think I can be 1L or 2L. I, th- I think I necessarily have been in between because I haven't even. Tweener. Yeah, because okay. I, I have to be done one L. Like I need to celebrate this time and be done one L. <laughs> so I can't hold on to one L. It's behind me now. And I, ha- okay. I haven't earned my right to two L yet because I haven't I, done anything. I think that's the correct okay. answer. I have to that, say. I think that's right. But when <laughs> when what moment do you get your two L status officially? I think once I once I Pass start exams, right? No. At the end of two L. No. No. Okay. no. You you, you, start, you can be a two L even if you fail. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta give me that. Once, yeah. No. Once you start, I think once you start yeah, and you're in your classes. Okay. I think she's right. I see. That's the philosopher in her. Because otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, if you start, if you're a two L now, that means you could you could never go back to law school and you could say you're a two L. That makes no sense, right? You need to well, you need to show up for two the second year. But do I need to get called to the bar before I'm not a 3L? Or am I not a 3L? But I, oh, I think the bar is independent of the 3L. step behind you. you. are, yeah, you are not a 3L. You're right. But you're not an articling student either or whatever oh, it man, is. I don't like it. I like these titles. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Richard now uses 1L, 2L, 3L. Right? I know. I before used every to time hate we it. brought it up, you used to say how much you hated it. But look <laughs> at we've changed you. Uh, <laughs> you have the, it. It's the one thing in the whole podcast that I. My mom calls it L1. An L2 and she'll L1. be like, <laughs> like a yeah, she's like, it's not very inclusive if you think about it. Like, what about all the other professions? Callie, like- no matter what year you're in, you're still a loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. L1 or L2. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's good. I, I, I'm going to start using that, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. All okay. right. Well, uh, we have to wrap up. Yeah. That, well, that concludes our episode today. Thanks for coming on, Callie. Thanks good for having you. me. Thank you, Callie. Take care. Good luck with 2L. And <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And stay well in this these troubled times. Yeah, stay well. Okay. <laughs>